2: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tirec.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to tirerack.com slash sports. Tirec.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from uh, kind of windy, cool, crisp California. Always funny, though, right? Like... I was uh, out of town for this week and in Indiana for a good portion of the week. And then even in North Carolina after that winter storm came through and people in California, are like, it's cold outside. It's like 60 degrees. Like, what are you talking about? We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road ass protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. So um, yesterday, <laughs> I love Jay Stu real conversation was Jay Stu and I um I'm in Raleigh right and uh my thanks to the folks at the Graduate Hotel that set me up and to uh uh to Albert my pr- producer for Compass who helped uh facilitate us doing the show from uh from the from the arena but I'm in Raleigh and it's almost like What's the expression from your lips to God's ears, Jason? Where Jason and I talk in the morning, we go through topics, and he's like, you know, I like this, and I don't like that. and I just hope there's breaking news of some kind. And that's what he said. And then I said, all right, well, I'll talk to you when I plug in. And literally between the time that I talked to him and plugged in, Pete Carroll was fired. They're like, man, how great was that? So, how many of these prayers did you lay out there, Jay Two Because after you said, I just want some breaking news so we can have really do our job well. After that, Pete Carroll got fired. Nick Saban retired right after the show, by the way. Like, literally, I get done doing the show, and I had, like, two phone calls to make. The game was at 8. Our show ended at 5 locally. I went and got... Um, Couple of, a couple of things of water. I was typing a couple of things. And then all of a sudden, the Saban news broke right after the show. And then we knew the Belichick thing was kind of coming. But how many of those prayers did you say for breaking news, Chase 2?
3: Yeah, I just needed one. I wanted one. I thought we had a pretty good show planned without the breaking news. But the breaking news would have just been a nice lead to riff off of. So Pete Carroll delivered that. And then, yeah, the floodgates just emptied. It, it was a, um, I mean, an orgasm of great news stories.
2: Interesting topic. Interesting uh, use of I'll words. I'll clean that
3: up in post. Yeah, clean that up in post. Let me verify I could say that on the air.
2: <laughs> was it, Dan, was it you or was it Jason that said two days ago that uh, Belichick w- was putting this all uh, all on craft? Who said? Which one of you guys said that? I'm trying to
4: think. Well, I think it was Jason. I
2: think it was right? well, It was Jason. Jason. I think you're right.
3: Yeah. My I, my my thought process at the time was because you guys were um you guys were talking about his comments that he was willing to to bring in a personnel guy or do whatever it takes. Yeah. And I wasn't believing it from the first second. And my take was this is him putting it on Kraft's side of the court. If if I'm leaving, you're getting rid of me. And no matter what was said today, all the all the cordialness and all that stuff, I still believe that there is going to be harsh things written about this breakup. Uh, whether oh, it be yeah. Seth Wicker was it Wicker Sham? Wicker Sham? Whatever, yeah. yeah,
2: Seth Wicker Sham, yeah. One of them. There'll be a. This is like, man, I can't wait for the thirty for thirty or the E sixty to come out. All right, remember those thirty for thirties? What was? What were they called before they were thirty for thirty or E sixty? Uh, Because that's actually where Mark Shapiro, who used to run ESPN, now he's um, at Endeavor. He's second in charge at Endeavor. What what were those called? Sports Century?
3: Yeah, the uh, Sports Century Countdown, where everyone complained that all the footage was orange. Uh,
2: Sports Century. This would have made a great Sports Century. This this would be a good, um, what was the Bulls documentary called? The last...
3: Last, last Dance, yeah.
2: Last Dance. I mean, can you, imagine, can you imagine if this came out during the pandemic? I was talking some pandemic with with a friend of mine the other day, and there were some great parts to the pandemic. Like, we forget, like, that when the last dance came out, I mean, that was like we were rationed something something amazing. It was like the last steak on earth, and somebody just, like, cut it into pieces and cooked it perfectly, and then... Every Sunday, you got one piece of steak, You're like, oh my God, it was so good. I love that steak. I love it. So amazing. But Belichick was fired yesterday. Um, here's Bill Belichick on the mutual decision to part ways.:
5: Robert and I, after a, you know a series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to part ways. For me, this is a day of gratitude and celebration.:
2: He really delivered those lines well, too. So this is, a, this is gratitude for celebration. I love that he started him out with a joke. I haven't seen this many people here since we signed Tebow. Here's uh, Robert Kraft on parting ways amicably.
6: Yesterday, uh, we met and mutually agreed to part ways amicably.
2: Okay. Here's Robert Kraft on it being an emotional day.
6: At heart, I will always be a sentimental sports fan. So this is a very emotional day for me. Some of my happiest and most memorable moments were celebrated with my family during Bill's tenure here. I recognize that it also is a very emotional day for many of our fans and most of our fans as it represents the end of an era, one that hopefully will always be celebrated in this region.
2: See, here's the thing, and in many ways, this is a lot like a relationship without kids. Okay, a relationship without kids, like you don't have to stay together, and even with kids, like you know, do you really want to stay together for the kids? Because they know they they can feel the angst between the two of you. But I, again, and everybody's perspective is differently, like. I think on relationships, it it comes down to the do you still and and again like emotional relationships with a significant other is different than a relationship with a football coach, but some of the ties are still the same, right? Like with do you still truly want to be with that person? Right? Do you still like love that person, love being around that person? Like if you can't stand that person, like all right, well then. Its over, but if there's just some things that have happened, well you can work through them I don't know like i'm a I'm a I, I'd like to think I'm a work through most stuff type person unless the like the number one thing in personal relationships is I don't know the the feeling of of love and connection and and desire to be around that person. Like if you just can't stand to sit in the same room with that person. Like, and that, it's just, and I'm mean, I even can't stand. Cause that's like anger. It's just like, when they don't do anything for you, you don't feel anything. Like, all right, you move on in the, in, in business relationships, this one had run its course. Right. And it was an incredible course, but it's run its course and the status of their relationship had changed. They had taken sides, you know, most notably Kraft took sides with Brady back in the day. And I'm sure there's all kinds of other little petty things that add up. But I I think it was, they can't stand to be around each other for even one more minute in terms of the decisions that were made to get them into this place as a football team. Could Bill Belichick figure it out and make a good football team? Sure. But like that kind of connection and a desire to do it with him, that that just seemed to go away. Here's Charlie Weiss. He joined us, I think, two days ago. Yeah. Two days ago, Charlie Weiss joined us. He talked about the potential for the breakup of the relationship.
5: They're just both jockeying for position right now. I mean, you know, he you know he got ahead of craft on that one and put it out there. Hey, I'm under contract. I'm going to come in and do what I do every day. Of course, I'd be open to, to listen uh, to a as long as the, everyone felt that was in the best interest of the program. I mean, th- th- those are all great answers, but in reality. You know, he's getting ahead of this right now. And now I don't know whether or not Bill will be in New England or not. I have no idea. I mean, I have no, I have, I'm on the periphery. I do talk to people, but I have no idea. There's only three people that know what's really going on okay, two of them are named Kraft and one of them is named Belichick. They're the only people that really know what's happening right now. Because in those meetings and that jockeying for position, whether or not there's going to be a change or not be a change, I mean, this is a very touchy situation. If they decide to separate, let's face it, it would be in everyone's interest to at least publicly take the high road. But you know this is not a – if this is a divorce – this will not be a. This will not be an amicable divorce.
2: No, but they said it's going to be amicable, guys. If they said it's going to be amicable, then it's going to be amicable. Um, I look. It's a great relationship, even if it ran its course, because it was super, super successful, and they did it in a way which was really unique. You know, and look, Kraft is a an incredible businessman, you know, people forget that what happened before this run started was they were moving to Connecticut. They had signed a lease to become the Connecticut Patriots or to move to that East Hartford stadium that UConn occupies. That was going to be an NFL stadium. And, you know, really, really laid into it. They got Foxborough to pony up and they built their new stadium next to the old stadium. And the first Super Bowl was when they still played in the old stadium. Right. And to celebrate it was the new stadium. So some of this is, you know, let's let's not act like like he's just an old man who's written some checks. He's cashed in a lot of profit out of this deal. They built Patriot Place, which is like a shopping center. And they have this uh, a very average hotel that's right there. I mean, but for game day weekends, they charge the nose for it. Like they've done the whole thing. They've they've gotten every bit of orange out of the juice. I think that's why you, this relationship could end. Right. If all of the juice is out of the orange, well, then I'll buy by all means. But if there's still some juice left in it. Like. Mm, some Tasty juice. I also, I, I, I don't like when, I, I like, it, it looked fine, but you keep telling us it's amicable. It's amicable. It's amicable. And the hugs are really weird and forced. The speeches are very short. The emotions don't feel real. Bill Belichick's not done coaching. This was a firing. He was fired today. It's okay to be fired. It's okay to be fired. But, I mean, Bill Belichick, who – I think, Dan, you said it the other day, and I'll credit you, and I, I've come around. I think you said it yesterday. I agree with you. Bill Belichick's greatest pro football coach there's ever been. He's on a tier of his own, and then it's everybody else jockeying for position. You said that yesterday, right? Yeah, Dan? yeah, we're, we're
4: talking about – Yeah,
2: because I put Carroll on the second tier, and the reality is he's on the third tier.
4: Yes. Okay. It is – you know, it it's it, – in. End of an era we hear everywhere. Um, and I think you even alluded this off the top of the show, is there are a lot of reasons in a lot of different places where it's an end of an era. But this era also happened, Doug, I believe, because you know, Robert Kraft just honestly couldn't wait any longer. And this has kind of been an issue with the Cowboys is, I don't want to sound completely morbid, but these guys are saying, how long am I going to be around? I... Want another Super Bowl. Jerry Jones has talked openly about it. And I think Robert Kraft is in that same scenario of wanting Super Bowl number no. seven, you know, for his organization. And if if you do right by Belichick and allow him to stick around next year, if it doesn't work out, then you've kind of wasted these past twelve months. And now you start the process and and over again. And you know, I don't think it was a given that he could or would maybe turn it around or how long it would, you know, need. And I think that also played just a role in where where craft is because by no means did after they won Super Bowl fifty three against the Rams, are we sitting here saying, you know what, yep, this is probably you know, Belichick in five years will be gone. Like I wouldn't have pictured it then. But now where we are, I think that there's some urgency with Robert Kraft.
2: All right, you got Ger- Ger- Gerard Mayo is the leading candidate on on odds to become the next Patriots head coach. Mike Vrabel, Kellen Moore, Frank Smith, who's the offensive coordinator for the Dolphins, Zach Callahan, and Ben Johnson.
4: The only thing I would say to to Vrabel and to and specifically to Gerard Mayo, what if you got rid of Belichick? Why would you bring in a guy who is Played and coached under Belichick. Is it a different voice that was just needed, or do you need to really turn over the entire organization? I mean, flip it over, make a change. To me, if you're going to bring another Belichick disciple, you might as well have kept Bill for another year.
2: Well, the question is, what do you do with the front office too? Front office stuff as well, right? So, it's a great question.
4: By the way, you can see that awkward hug. On my TikTok page, at Beyer Talk. Uh, also on X, at Dan Beyer on Fox, but the awkward Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft hug, and then Kraft tried to play it off that Belichick was sick or didn't want to pass on a cold or catch a cold. Super awkward.
2: It was super awkward. And Belichick has been sick, but that was still awkward. There was, there was, there was zero love in that hug. None. Fox Sports Radio has the best
1: sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables.
2: Let Express Employment Professionals help hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes and interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com to find a location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. And now it's time for the Express Pros Pro of the Week. The Pro of the Week is Bill Belichick. Hall of Fame run with the New England Patriots come to an end after 24 years and six Super Bowl wins, nine Super Bowl appearances. The best ever to do it is now on the market. Congrats to Bill Belichick for being our Express Pros Pro of the Week. Um, kind of an interesting uh, reunion of sorts where Sean McVeigh is taking his Rams and Matt Stafford, not Matt Stafford reuniting with the Lions, but instead, now Sean McVay has to coach against Jared Goff. Jared Goff led his his Rams to their first Super Bowl appearance under McVay. He had this to say about how things ended with Goff could it have been
1: handled better on my end? Absolutely. And I'll never run away from that. But the further you get away from it, the more that you try to grow as a man, as a person, as a leader that you want to become, he deserved better than the way that it all went down. I'll acknowledge that. And, and I think he knows that too. And, you know, and I'm not afraid to, to, you know, admit to those things, but I think um, we're all better, you know, you know, being able to look back on those things. and, And I do have more appreciation for him as time goes on.
2: Yeah. Look, it's a, it's that, that one's a breakup. That ended up with, with Goff probably being in a better place. You know, he's he's performed well, gotten more respect. And, oh, yeah, by the way, gets to play for a guy, a GM, who drafted him. You know, was a big reason he was drafted in L.A. to begin with. And then for McVay, he got kind of his dream quarterback and won a Super Bowl. And, oh, yeah, by the way, his bet on Stafford, it pays off this year, too. Like, as much as last year was an abject disaster with the injuries and I mean, I I think those wide receivers are awesome, you know. Cooper Cup's amazing, Puka Nakua is amazing, but the the one kind of unifying part to it is Matt Stafford can really throw the football, really throw football. Stuck Outleap show here on Fox Sports Radio. Ross Tucker joins us, former NFL lineman, of course, a DraftKings analyst. You can ho- he hosts the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can check him on social media at Ross Tucker. And uh, uh, by the way, for people who don't know, today, January 11th, Vermont became the 26th U.S. state in addition to Ontario, Canada, DraftKings Sportsbook operates in, further expanding the Boston-based operator's presence in five of the six New England states its online sportsbook with customer-friendly interface and award-winning customer experience beginning January 11, 2024. The DraftKings Sportsbook app will provide eligible sports fans in Vermont access to bet on professional sports and sporting events, including the Super Bowl. Can't miss promotions and offerings like same game and cross sport parlays, in-game betting, special odds, boosts, and more. Um, well, Rod uh, uh, Ross, pretty mo- monumental times, right? Yesterday, uh, Pete Carroll today, Bill Belichick. I mean, essentially he was fired. Was there any other choice to be made there in New England? Is there any way to fix, it, save this thing?
8: I don't really think so. I mean, I think it's interesting that they had conversations over the last three days, Doug. And I feel like I would pay money to know what the nature of those conversations were, right? I mean, if it didn't get to this point till Thursday and they had conversations for three days, it feels like one or both parties was trying to figure out a way to make it work. My guess is that was more on the Belichick side that, you know, he would have preferred to stay there as opposed to have to go somewhere else. But I think again, just to guess that there probably would have been enough stipulations that Belichick felt like it wasn't, it wasn't the right move and he'd rather go somewhere else where, You probably have more influence and more power. And that probably makes sense, right? I mean, I I think it's tough to stay where you are with a lesser role, lesser influence, less power. I mean, that sounds good in theory, but probably better to go somewhere else. I mean, to operate the same way for 20-some years, and all of a sudden you're still there, but you're not what you were, it's it's like – You can't go from being president to vice president of the same organization. You know what I mean?
2: Sure. Sure. Okay, so um, do you think he should go get another job?
8: Well, I think he will. Uh, And I think there will be teams that are interested. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably the most interesting thing, Doug, that's come out of this. Because the Pete Carroll thing was kind of surprising. But now I think there's genuine discussion even just about those two guys. Who you'd rather have as your head coach now, as well as some of the other candidates, right? I mean, there's guys like Ben Johnson, the Lions, who are impressive. I think Vrabel is an incredible football coach. So now there are some really good choices, I feel like, for these teams. But even just taking a look at Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, you know, there's a lot of factors here, Doug. I mean, not only for Pete Carroll, right? I mean, he made the playoffs with Hasselbeck. And won a playoff game with Hasselbeck, the Marshall and Lynch game. Obviously, we know he won the couple national championships at USC. Then he won a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson, went to another one, had a lot of success. And even more recently, to go to the playoffs and back-to-back winning season with Geno Smith, that's pretty impressive, man. Whereas what we've seen from Belichick, it's primarily the success has been when he had Brady and pretty limited other than that. You know, he went to one playoff game, or one one playoff game in Cleveland back in the day and went to one with Mac Jones. The other thing is, I really think, and I played there, Doug. I played for Belichick, a lot of respect for him and all that stuff. It's like 100% negative reinforcement. And you're around this a lot with the college kids and hoops and all that stuff. I personally just think for 20-year-olds, 20-somethings, that the Pete Carroll energetic, optimistic uh, point of view, I'll take positive reinforcement over negative reinforcement any day of the week in this era. I mean, we're 2024. I just think that the, the kids react to it a lot better than they do the negative reinforcement.
2: I think that's a, I think that's a great point. Um, is Jim Harb is Jim Harbaugh still the fit that everybody thinks he is. I know he's won everywhere. And he's not the pessimist. He's not the curmudgeon that that Belichick comes off as. But it 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 is a little bit more rah rah corny college style than kind of what you're describing. Is he as big a home run as people want to make him out to be? If say the Chargers hire him,
8: it's hard to argue he's not a home run from a pure football standpoint. You mentioned the success at USD and Stanford, and obviously with the Niners, and now Michigan. But I also submit to you, Doug, that there's a reason why he didn't get these jobs the last couple years. I mean, everyone you talk to that really knows him will tell you that he he wants to go back to the NFL. He's wanted to go back to the NFL. I mean, he's tried. He's interviewed with the, the Broncos and the Vikings. They didn't want him. And I think that's because... They did their due diligence and their background, and he's, his reputation is that he's not always the easiest guy to work with. Sure. Or work for, for that matter. And so I think what happens is some of these owners, they start to do their digging and talk to people, and, yeah, we want to win, but do we wanna, do we want to be in a situation where it gets contentious, or there's a history of it getting contentious, because that's exactly what happened in, with the 49ers. It got very contentious on a lot of different levels. And then even Michigan with the two suspensions this year and stuff, I'm pretty confident he'll get a job, because some of them will just say, I, I don't care, we're just going to win. But, you know, the, these guys do a lot more research than you and I do, Doug. And there's a reason why he hasn't gotten these jobs the last couple years, even though he's one of them.
2: Ross Tucker joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, it's the Ross Tucker Podcast. You've heard him fill in for Dan Patrick as well. Um, calls games for CBS and CBS Sports Network um, on, on the college side. Let me let me ask you um, about Philadelphia this weekend. They've been a mess. And look, it's not like Tampa is anything special and Baker doesn't appear to be healthy, and they kind of limped into the playoffs. But what do we think Philadelphia's – outlook is this year in the playoffs
8: man Doug I have no idea and I I do their preseason games on TV I probably do I don't know three or four things a week for the Eagles you know on the broadcast side I do their pregame on the radio it is stunning I mean they were 10 and 1 every other team had at least three losses you know they had a perfect opportunity to be the number one seed or at least win their division. And it has been stunning. And it's one thing to lose to the Niners or on the road against the Cowboys. That's fine. Even the Seahawks game was kind of fluky. But these last two games, it's it's shocking. They didn't make the Arizona Cardinals punt the ball one time at home in Philly with everything on the line. And then the Giants game – was about as ugly as it gets. Tyrod Taylor tore him up. When you watch them now, Doug, it looks like they've totally lost their confidence. It looks like they've they've lost their stinger. They used to play with such swag early in the year. And I thought the first half of the year, I thought clearly they had the best offensive line. Arguably, I thought they had the best defensive line. Their O-line is still pretty good. But the D-line has really... Dropped off, and, you know, I, I would not be shocked if they lost by 20 Monday night, the way they're kind of limping to the end. Now, Devontae Smith says he's playing. Darius Slay says he's playing. DeAndre Swift's going to play. So they're getting some guys back, and this could be one of those deals, Doug, where, like, if they get off to a fast start, if a couple things positive happen for them sure. early in the game, I wouldn't be surprised if they win by 20. I went back and watched the week three game. The Bucks were 2-0. The Eagles eviscerated them, Doug. I mean, the Eagles had 472 yards of offense. The Bucks scored a late touchdown and had 174 yards. The Eagles had 300 more yards. Yeah. The Eagles ran for over. I mean, they smashed them, which I think is a lesson for all of us because I doubt that happens Monday night. And you have to remember, remind yourself that these teams change and some get better, like the Bucks, and some get worse, like the Eagles.
2: Um. If we said that the Niners and Ravens are the overwhelming, overwhelming favorite, which team would you be least surprised if they, if they made the Super Bowl, taking Niners and Ravens out of the mix?
8: I think right now I would go with the Buffalo Bills. I think that's the team that just feels to me. You know, they beat the Dolphins the other night, and Josh Allen had two picks, he had a fumble in the red zone, two picks in the end zone. You know, he threw the ball short of the goal line at the end of the first half. They should have yeah. gotten a field goal. Yep. And, and they still won. Yeah, That's pretty incur. I mean, on the road, they still won. And they've won five in a row. Even their loss before that was that overtime game in Philly. They're just playing really, really well. And Josh Allen, I still believe and I, I'll include anybody, Doug, like when he is playing at his best, I don't think anybody has a higher. So the guy is like Superman. The problem is turnovers are his kryptonite. Yep. And it happens too often. But if he has a couple games here where he doesn't make those dumb mistakes or doesn't turn it over, they're they're, they're not only are they as good as anybody, they're probably better than anybody because but that third-and-13 scramble where he ran through three dudes, he's like a John Elway, Cam Newton combo. I I don't think people realize just how physically gifted and impressive he really is.
2: No one was physically impressive and gifted like Ross Tucker. Ross, you're the best, dude. Thanks so much for joining us. do a great job. Uh, Love the pod, and thanks for being our guest. Thanks to DraftKings for having me on. Yeah, my pleasure, Doug. Anytime. Thank you, man. Shortly after the show, the podcast will be up. You got to check it out. Download our podcast wherever you download podcasts. I've been Doug Gottlieb. We have a special podcast hour. Um, we'll talk about uh, Stephen A. Smith language on his podcast yesterday, talking about uh, both of our friend Jason Whitlock. Nothing's ever as easy as uh, sometimes people portray it to be. Um, let's get to the press. The Press. What do you have there, Dan Baier?
4: Doug, we've been hearing a lot from New England in regard to Bill Belichick. And the Patriots parting ways after 24 seasons. Now we're hearing from Tuscaloosa Nick Saban speaking about his retirement after 17 seasons as the Alabama head coach. Saban sat down with Reese Davis of ESPN, talked about his decision to
6: retire. To be honest, this last season uh, was grueling. Uh, It was a real grind uh, for us to come from where we started to where we got to. Took a little a little more out of me than usual. And, you know, when people mentioned the health issue, it was really just the grind of can you do this the way you want to do it? Can you do it the way you've always done it and be able to sustain it and do it for the entire season?
2: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it just felt like – look, it's a grind. I don't think he let us in on the fact that it was a grind – There's other parts to the grind more than just the coaching, whatever the transfer portal and trying to figure out who you're going to keep. who You're not going to keep re-recruiting your own players. All those things are part of that grind.
4: Yeah, he, else, he also had this to say.
6: My role was a little different this year. I was more involved with the defense, had to be more involved with the defense. Uh, that took a little more time, put a little more stress you know, on me, made me feel like maybe I wasn't doing as good a job as I needed to in other parts of our team. And I just have a high standard for how I do things. And if I can't, if I don't feel like I'm living up to that standard, I'm really disappointed.
2: Makes so there, sense. Yeah. It's time. It's time.
4: Shedding even more lights on the situation
2: So hard to know when it's time to shut it down I mean it helps when you have a ton of money And you have a ton of success And everybody thinks of you as the greatest of all time It it makes it a lot easier
4: Interesting time in college football as well Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers Saying that he is staying in Austin For next season And will not enter the NFL draft
6: Mm.
2: Huh Well so what's that mean for Arch Manning
4: I think that's a big question uh, in the in the yours tenure again, just so so unique because again graduated high school early, then went to Ohio State, transferred uh, because of he because of him leaving high school early, it allowed him to be eligible right now, next year likely was the normal time frame. Obviously, if he would have stayed in high school, where he would be eligible, but yeah, sticking around for another year.
2: What
4: else you got? I uh, I was just going to say if I was Arch Manning, I'd probably yeah. stay and maybe end up doing the same thing uh, that maybe Quinn Ewers does. I don't I don't know if they'll be in a rush. It doesn't seem like the Manning Manning family may you know pick where they want Arch to go in the NFL draft. But um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked to see him be the quarterback at Texas in twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. Still be
2: three years you could be the quarterback there if you want. Yeah.
4: Yep. yeah. I think that'll be the case,
2: that, but that that goes against what so many others have done. So it'll it'll just be interesting, you know, I, um, how they manage it. Because he is the backup, and now look, yours missed games, and he got he got he'd get even more chance to play in the future.
4: Now on to the NFL, Doug Russell Wilson. Celebrating the career of Pete Carroll as the former Seahawks, current Broncos quarterback, was in the Pacific Northwest and actually hung out with Carroll and other current and former Seahawks last night in celebrating the, uh, I guess, celebrating with Pete of the over the 14 years that he had with the Seahawks. But Russell Wilson, with the likes of Tyler Lockett, Jermaine Curse, uh, Cam Chancellor was there, Richard Sherman was there. Yeah, current and former Seahawks and Russell Wilson celebrating Pete Carroll last night.
2: I guess they're all good now.
4: He even made a post on uh, social media. He made one on the announcement and then made a post of a picture of just him and Carroll saying it was good celebrating you tonight grateful for what you've done with my family, teammates, and many others.
2: Well, obviously, how, it went, how it's gone this year with Sean Payton, I'm sure he's like, man, this is you were way better than Sean Payton. Sure.
4: Yeah, absolutely. That's the kind of sense that I felt uh, from this. Grass was maybe greener. Uh, Chiefs at Travis Kelsey telling reporters today that he has no desire to stop playing anytime soon. Kelsey did not top 1,000 yards. There have been some question on maybe uh, if he would be hanging them up after the season, but saying no, he has no desire right now to stop playing football.
2: Yeah, I mean, that was a weird story a couple weeks ago, and maybe he was tired because he went down to her show in Argentina.
4: Yeah, I think I would I also think that that trip made a lot of people think that, all right, he's. Uh, he's ready to to maybe call it quits and move on to the post-playing career, he says that's not the case. Sam Laporta says that he's optimistic he'll play against the Rams on Sunday. That doesn't mean he's going to. He had limited snaps in practice today. I think that the Lions want to see how that knee responds, and they'll make a final decision tomorrow. Even Laporta saying that we'll see. But uh, better news than what it could have been after the injury he suffered on Sunday.
2: You see A.J. Brown practice today? Yes, he did. Yeah. So I,
4: Jalen Hurts yeah. did practice. He's got the finger injury. Again, their window a little bit different because of that Monday night game yeah. that they are it, playing to
2: get healthy. Uh, in but man, they're a mess.
4: Couple of uh, NBA notes: the NBA draft is going to likely be headed for a two night affair. Wednesday, June 26th would be the first round, and then the next night, Thursday, June 27th would be the second round for the draft.
2: I just don't understand what the second night is for.
4: I don't know either. And Raptors head coach Darko Ryakovic was uh, fined $25,000 for his comments about the officiating following their loss to the Lakers on Tuesday.
2: He should have been fined $25,000 for saying Scotty Barnes is going to be the face of the league.
4: Maybe only ten grand for that. Giannis continues to lead voting. Uh, all vo- all players in voting for next month's All Star game. Three point four million votes. And in Paris, it's a final. Cavs top the Nets today in NBA action. One eleven to one oh two. Doug, that's the press.
2: Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, check out our in the bonus podcast yesterday. We always give you a winner as well. We give our pick of the day. Um, and we've just been killing it with college basketball, so we'll do that again. Plus, Jay Stu and I will talk about this Whitlock-Steven A. thing, share a little bit of stories as well. That's Doug Gottlieb, wherever you download podcasts. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. You're on Fox Sports Radio.
1: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.